0: If you're removing yourself as a bottleneck, but you're still not scalable, what are some ways that you can turn your skill set, turn your expertise into products with no limits? Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. And now let me start by saying neither one of them is bad. It's more of like where you start versus where you want to go. And I think it's important to understand the difference to kick this thing off of what a solopreneur is versus an entrepreneur. And I think this will really click for you. A entrepreneur runs a business. A solopreneur is the business. Whoa, right? And now you're starting to understand, wait a second, maybe I see where I don't want to be a solopreneur forever. Let me repeat this. An entrepreneur runs a business. A solopreneur is the business. And the problem is when you are the business, when you are the product, pretty soon you're going to get kind of tired of everything depending on you and you only. Need a sick day? Doesn't matter. You're the product. Need some time off? Doesn't matter. You're the only employee. The owner, the employee, and everything in between. And that is why you want to graduate from becoming a solopreneur to an entrepreneur. Now, to become an entrepreneur, you actually need to become good at two things. An entrepreneur learns to do two things really, really well. They learn to scale, and they learn to remove themselves as the bottleneck. Those are the two things that we're going to do a deeper dive on today. They learned to scale and they, they learn to remove themselves as the bottleneck. Now, if I had to go all the way back to our story 11 years ago when we lost everything and decided to reinvent ourselves into entrepreneurs, it's because at that time, I wasn't even a solopreneur. I was an employee, the only breadwinner, but same idea, all your eggs in one basket. And if something happens to you or your job or your business, now you're in trouble. Well, when the recession hit, I lost my job and we lost everything because we were living beyond our means. And we said, never again we're going to build a life. Remember my rule of thumb, we're going to build a life with multiple income streams so that if any one of our income streams went away today, we would not have to adjust our lifestyle tomorrow. And that's your goal. You can't get there tomorrow maybe, but your goal is to make sure that you are an entrepreneur, not just a solopreneur, It's okay if you're a solopreneur today, but you want to become an entrepreneur where you have multiple income streams so that if any one of those income streams went away today, you would not have to adjust your lifestyle tomorrow. And I think we really got a real dose of that this year with COVID, right? COVID hit and we saw businesses that we thought were unshakable all of a sudden fold. And if that was people's only income source, if they were a solopreneur or if they had one business, then unfortunately, this has been a really tough year for many of them. But for other people where they had lots of income sources, yeah, some really got kicked in the teeth, but their other ones were able to keep them afloat. They were able to create a situation where even though you got kicked in your teeth and some of your income sources are businesses, you didn't have to change your lifestyle. You didn't have to, to all of a sudden burn everything down and, and run for the hills. And so I think the first thing to remember is an entrepreneur runs a business, a solopreneur is the business, and that is a liability when you are the business. It creates that problem. The problem of sooner or later, you're going to run out of more of you. You only have so much time. You only have so much energy, and you run out of you. You run out of time, you run out of energy, and this is why you become the bottleneck. So, if you remember, I said in entrepreneurs, to good, really good at two things one, scaling, building a business to scale, and two, removing themselves as the bottleneck. And the baseline to figure out how to remove yourself as as the bottleneck is going all the way back to that formula I taught you in many episodes, where you have to know your true hourly worth. And I'll share it with you one more time, because this is the core of understanding how to unbottleneck yourself, is knowing what your Value is you know what to hire out, what to trade out, what not to, what to do yourself. So use this formula to figure out that value. Your hourly worth is calculated by taking your annual income goal, divided by how many weeks you want to work that year, divided by how many days per week average you want to work, divided by the number of average hours per day that you want to work. That's it. Your income goal divided by the number of weeks per year you want to work, divided by the average days per week you want to work, divided by the number of hours per day you want to work. That's your hourly worth. So if I said, I want to make $400,000, I'd run myself through this formula. I'd say, okay, $400,000. And I don't want to work more than 48 weeks this, this year. So I can have you know, a couple of vacations with my family. And I'm really ambitious right now. So the weeks I am working, I'm willing to work six days and take one great day off per week, but I want shorter days. I only want six true income producing hours per day. Then I would simply take my $400,000 goal divided by 48 weeks, divided by six days a week, divided by an average of six hours a day. And it would spit out that my hourly worth in order to hit my goals is $231.48 an hour. So it 's called call it $231 for this example. Now, here's the secret. If you're going to unbottleneck yourself, then if it's not joy producing, like it fills you up to do it, or if it's not income producing at this rate, then you must delegate it, trade it, or hire it out for anything that falls below this value. Doing the laundry, pretty sure that falls below $231 an hour. Doing your own QuickBooks, pretty sure that falls below $231 an hour. Uh, scheduling your own Uh, calendar, running your own calendar, pretty sure that falls below $231 an hour. You must, you have an obligation to delegate, trade, or hire out anything that falls below this value, or you will continue to be the bottleneck. And the beautiful thing is this creates jobs. This is how you start to build a team. So now, now that you know what to delegate, what to trade, what to hire out for, now you're going to start to remove yourself as a bottleneck. And quite honestly, you can only remove yourself as the bottleneck when you surround yourself with really good people acting as a good team to help you accomplish a greater goal. But remember, that's just half the equation going from solopreneur to entrepreneur. The first half of the equation is just not being the bottleneck anymore. The other half is making sure your business is scalable. I think this is a challenge for a lot of people. They're not thinking far enough in the future. So what I mean by that is scalable. The litmus test for if your business is scalable simply means that there's no limit to how much you could sell if your business totally caught fire. For example, if someone's super famous on Instagram, 200 million followers, if The Rock, if The Rock shouted you out and your service on Instagram, If you wouldn't be able to sell something to every single person that wanted to buy from you, then you're not scalable. That is the true litmus test to are you scalable or not? Is there a limit to how much you can sell if somehow your business caught fire? If there was a line out the door, do you have enough product and a way to deliver it on time to every single person in that line? Or can you only service the first five or 10 or 15 and then you run out? For example, a realtor who is like a one person shop, their business is not scalable. They can only show so many houses, work with so many clients. But if that realtor starts to hire people, teach them how to sell, now their business is scalable. Or if you're a coach and you're coaching people one on one or even in small group coaching or even masterminds, it's not scalable. There's only a couple levers you can pull to make more income. You can raise your prices until they, are at the top of what you can charge. You can give so much time and energy till you run out of that. And now you've hit a ceiling. But if you're a coach that creates courses or teaches other coaches how to coach in your modality and your methods, or if you create physical products that represent what you're, the breakthroughs that you're trying to create as a coach, now your business is scalable. of fact, I've got this awesome member in our elite mastermind named Samantha. And she wanted her coaching business to be more scalable. So she asked a better question. She said, how can I become more scalable? And what kind of physical products could I build if I wanted to create a physical product? And she developed this amazing manifestation journal. Like you, you list out all your goals for the year. And, and there's this entire journal where you're journaling and, and manifesting everything that you want to create. So that you're doing it every day, every week, every month, instead of just setting a goal and forgetting about it. It's really cool. And she built it. She sourced it. Like, where could she get a maid? She worked deals on shipping. She did a trial launch and absolutely crushed it. And now is getting into that cycle where you can order more, sell more, order more, sell. It's literally scalable to as many customers as she can reach. It's a great example of somebody in a coaching business making their product scalable. So I ask you, if you're removing yourself as a bottleneck, but you're still not scalable, what are some ways that you can turn your skill set, turn your expertise, into products with no limits. My wife is another great example. She started an alcohol company, but on on the surface, it's an alcohol company. But at the core, that's not what it is at all. My wife, Lori, has always existed only to help women connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other better, to bring them together. And she's done it through events and through books and through courses and all that stuff very well. But she wanted to do it on a bigger level. So she said, where are women already at? Where are they already trying to connect? Where are they already trying to collaborate? Where are they they already trying to celebrate? And she knew it was over cocktail hour. So she said, I'm going to meet them where they're at. And that was how Light Pink started. She was literally just like, I'm going to go meet the women where they're already at and help them connect, collaborate, celebrate each other in a better way. Like her cans have really cool questions on the back for women to connect and all that stuff. So when that finally comes out, it's going to be really cool. The point is, you need to get to that next level of making yourself scalable or you're going to reach a ceiling. Start asking yourself, what products might that be? And who am I missing on my team to make myself more scalable and to remove myself as the bottleneck? When you answer those two questions, that's when you go from being a solopreneur to having the capabilities of being a real entrepreneur. And that's when you have the bandwidth to become more diversified. And that's when you'll be able to make sure that if something happens to one of your businesses or one of your income streams, that you won't have to change your lifestyle tomorrow. That's where real security comes from, is moving from solopreneur to entrepreneur. When that happens, I say it all the time, when good people like you make good money, they do great things. And if you want our help on taking you from solopreneur, where you're the bottleneck, to a scalable entrepreneur, we're doing that in a very hands-on way. I've already launched it. There's only a couple spots left. You can text 2021, literally just text the word, the numbers, 2021, to me at 310-421-0416. I'll shoot you a link to it so you can see if it's for you. And we're helping just 15 people. That's it. Out of our whole audience, just 15 people go from solopreneur to entrepreneur and scale better and remove themselves as the bottleneck in 2021 that's you, send me 2021 right to my text at 310-421-0416 and we'll chat. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Love and appreciate you always. Let me know what you think of this episode. Hit me up on Instagram at Chris W. Harder. Share it with someone who needs it. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me.